I'm sure you've heard of Teilhard de Chardin. He said that we are not human beings on a spiritual journey, but we are spiritual beings on a human journey. During the retreat in the monastery, I had an insight into this aspect of us being spiritual beings on a human journey, not human beings on a spiritual journey. So what does this mean? It means that in the lay life, it's very easy for us to forget that we're on a human journey and that we're spiritual beings. We think that we're just human beings. As we get older, just being with the body as it is gets harder and harder. And that's what I've been learning. And some of you also have been learning. I see quite a few young faces here. Maybe there's not as much challenge physically, but mentally, we all have a lot of baggage. Does anyone here have no baggage in the mind? <laughs> Meditation is the practice of being with things exactly as they are. Not just here in this room at hospice. When we sit down to meditate, we can sit with what the mind is doing and watch. We don't identify ourselves with those states of mind. We are not those emotions. Just be aware of desire arising or negativity arising. Whatever that negativity comes up, just know it, that come back. If you feel sleepy, it's okay. It's not you, it's just what the body is doing. If you're feeling restless, just keep coming back to this moment, to the breath. And if you're feeling doubt, just know the doubt as a thought and let it go. Let it be. Let it fall like a leaf. What do autumn leaves do? They let go. They're only leaves. So all these emotions are like autumn leaves, nothing more or less. And we have to be like trees that stand there by the river and let the autumn leaves fall. If we hang on to our leaves, then we cannot experience the depth of our treeness. A tree only holds its leaf as long as it's green, and when it's yellow, it just lets it go. Those thoughts in the mind that are actually hindrances to the peace that we long for, to this inner stillness that will give us the strength to bear with difficulty, every kind of difficulty, we can't experience unless we let those thoughts go. Be with your own experience and notice the thoughts and as soon as you see that you're thinking, sweep away the thoughts. Let them drop away like leaves. Sweep them out. And come back to that empty mind. Just sitting and being with your own experience. The words that I'm saying are to remind everyone to keep doing it. It's like a metronome. Did you ever practice piano? <laughs> we're not connecting to our intuitive wealth. And we're relying on our intellectual ability. So that's why when our thoughts become distressed, we become distressed. We're like puppets on this trigger. 
one little thing gets out of balance and we lose it. This practice hinges on being able to disengage that trigger or disengage the conceptual habits of thinking about the past, thinking about the future, ruminating on what's going on now and being unable to breathe in and out and just be with the natural mind which is empty and as vast as this whole universe. Does the instruction seem clear? Yes, you don't see people lining up to do this. <laughs> what a value this can have. Now think about your hospice work, for example. You come into a room where a patient is in a state of struggle, distress. And you yourself are coming from your high-speed life, like a motor. What kind of listening can we bring to them? They need a certain kind of attention. It's not the attention of being sorted out. In most cases, there's not much you can really do. It's a downhill thing that doesn't have a worldly solution. The best kind of presence that we can bring to that condition is one which is not strangled by the whir of our mental motor and our worldly concerns, but that is abiding in a much more transcendent state, something that's quite silent, connected, focused, and balanced. If we come in and we're able to get into that space, then our ability to respond to their distress or unease or whatever might happen in the room or whether there is conversation or isn't conversation, we may come with expectations. Well, how come she's not talking? I better say something. When in fact, the best thing you could do is just sit silently. But your mind won't let you because you're going to be thinking about what you need to do for this person instead of listening to the demand of the moment. What is the best thing to do? It could be not doing. Meditation gives us a skill to come from your belly, not from your brain. To come from your heart. To do nothing. And for everything to be perfect in that not doing. This kind of silence and serenity is thereby through the power of our silence, it's communicated to that person. They taste it. They can feel it. Now sometimes you should speak. There's every reason to speak. But from where are we speaking? Are we speaking from me, mine, and I? Or are we speaking from a place of emptiness and pure listening? What does he or she need in this moment? What can I offer? It could be just that emptiness in which they can hear themselves without getting stressed or without feeling like they have to be anyone for you, without feeling crowded out by your crowd of expectations. To be able to sit with someone who's facing death, if we ourselves are very fearful of our own death, we can develop this skill to the point where we can also learn to accept whatever condition we ourselves 
have to face in our lives, including old age sickness and dying, that we might be frightened of. Or depression, conflict, disappointment, or loss, or bad memories, or financial crisis. This practice helps us to create a foundation for our humanness which allows us to be human rather than a bundle of jittery thoughts bouncing from one rapid in the current to another from one set of crisis conditions to another set of crisis conditions or from one needy day to another to be able to stand back and examine our lives and take more control without controlling anything. To be able to sit here in this present moment and be with conditions exactly as they are. That gives us a balance. And it's only through letting go that we realize that emotional peace, emotional balance. The beauty of it is it's contagious. For others that we happen to be around who suffer, by learning how to be at peace with every kind of suffering, we then see that we are spiritual beings learning how to experience our humanness, our humanity, even if in worldly terms it feels wrong, we can sit with that and find peace in it. Because really the only wrongness is our opinion about it.